Hey friends, and welcome to the Mind and Body Strong podcast, a place for women to redefine their relationship with food in their bodies, tune into their inner wisdom, and become the best version of themselves. I'm your host, Katie Pijanowski, a health and mindset coach, intuitive eating and health at every size advocate, nap queen, and bookworm. Join me each week for empowering conversations, stories, and actual steps to help you master your mindset and drop the obsession around food and your body so you can love the skin you're in. I can't wait to guide you towards unlocking your highest potential. And that journey starts right now. Let's jump in. All right, we are live again. Hello, hello. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I'm going to give it a few seconds. Oops, I covered that little camera. I'm going to give it a little bit to have you guys hop on here. But today is day two of the Body Image Breakthrough Challenge. And I hope that you guys took a lot away from day one where we really kind of dived into our thoughts around body image and how that really impacts how we feel about our bodies and the actions we take towards our body. And I'm curious if you signed up and you're registered for the challenge, you have that worksheet that I created for you, that body appreciation worksheet. So I'm super curious to hear about what you discovered as far as your body appreciation goes. Were you surprised, maybe shocked a little bit? I know that when I first started diving into all of this stuff, it was kind of like a hard thing to look at, right? When we become aware of the things that have been holding us back and realizing that we actually have a lot of control over those situations that we've been causing, it can kind of feel a little little crazy. You're like, oh shoot, I had so much control and I was just kind of like throwing it out the window. But I want you to just like take a deep breath and just know that it is okay. You are always doing the best you could do with everything you have right now. So don't ever take this time to judge yourself. It's something that we've talked about yesterday building this awareness and building curiosity around your, your relationship with your body, your relationship with your food, which we're going to do more today, really brings up, it can bring up a lot of emotions and feelings. And I just invite you to be curious about that and to just say to yourself, that's interesting. I wonder where that's coming from. And the great thing about curiosity, again, is that there is no judgment. So I just want to reiterate that part as we continue to dive deeper today into our relationship with food and to start this conversation around food. I wanted to talk to you about my own personal journey with my food struggles and how I was able to work through that and how I'm going to help you work through that as well. So uh, almost two years ago now, or maybe it was just a year ago, it's, it's hard to remember now. Yeah, I guess it was the beginning of 2018. I was doing a really intense workout program and diet program. It was a three month long diet program that had a very specific styled meal plan where you're eating X amount of food every couple of hours is very regimented, very strict. And every single day there was an hour long workout on top of the ex over-exercising that I was also doing on my own. So three months of this go by and I was like super pumped that I finished it. And I was like, yes, this is awesome. And lost some weight, had like a six pack abs. I was like, this is so cool until the after effects 
right after I finished this program, I actually went to Mexico. It was a, a trip that I earned and I went to Mexico to meet up with a bunch of my friends. And this is where I started to notice that my, my relationship with food was actually a lot more complicated than I, I thought because I'd been following this diet program and this exercise program for three months. And there was times where I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. Like I can't eat any snacks. I can't eat any of these foods that I would normally just kind of enjoy. And when I was off of that plan three months later and in Mexico, I remember that feeling like I had like one cookie or one treat, one snack. And then all of a sudden it was like, I need all of the snacks and cookies and things because I haven't been able to have them. I was restricting them for three months. And so it was like, all of a sudden I just needed to like eat all of this food. Right. And I was like, Oh, I'll just, when I get back from Mexico, it'll be fine. I'll fix it. It'll be okay. So when I come back from Mexico though, I realized that I was feeling so confused and conflicted and just had so much mistrust with my body and with food. And this was really scary for me. I, all of a sudden, since I wasn't choosing to follow this, this specific regimented diet plan anymore, because I wanted to eat things like granola and like cookies and popcorn and like normal foods. Um, I didn't want to just eat like five, six meals a day of like veggies, quinoa, and um, whatever kind of meat. I actually started completely disliking meat altogether because I was eating so much of it. And I started to realize that I didn't know how to eat without this plan. And all of a sudden, all of this confusion and just frustration was, was coming over me. And I all of a sudden, I, I felt like I couldn't trust my body without this plan. I felt like if I wasn't following this strict regimented plan and eating the exact portions that I was going to just ruin my body overnight and I was going to gain all this weight and it was going to be terrible. And I completely just lost control. Well, then introduce another diet program because, of course, you have to have some kind of structure, right? We'll get to that. So I put myself on this other structure. This structure had me weighing myself every single day and really focusing on the principles really aren't bad. It's like drink water, um, always have more veggies, which you would think is a good thing, except for in my mind, I interpreted this as I could only eat three meals a day and I could only eat mostly vegetables, which obviously when you eat a lot of vegetables, sure, it's fine for you, but they're not produced. They're not giving you energy. They're just like filler foods, right? So I was, I would do pretty well for a few days. And then my body was like, oh my God, I'm starving. I need food. And I would just start binging out of control. And that's where a few weeks slash months of me in and out of that program and weighing myself every day, which was completely destructive in um, my, men my mental health, um, for my own journey, I real like, I realized I was just completely out of control. I just was binging like entire bags of chips. I would go and get like an entire thing of Oreos and eat them. And, you know, I'd finish like a whole bag of popcorn and eat a pint of ice cream. I mean, it was intense and I was going through a lot of emotional struggle at the time. I was going through a really, um, 
intense, just like breakup situation. And so I was going through all these emotions and really feeling like I didn't have a handle on food. And it was my secret shame. Nobody knew about it because I obviously your body doesn't change overnight from binge eating. And I would binge for a while and then maybe have like one day where it was normal-ish. And then it was just months and months and months went by of me just completely just feeling like obsessed around food. I couldn't stop thinking about food. It was so crazy. And I was like, man, I wish I could just like go to a restaurant and order whatever I want and not fear like overeating and not fear that I was breaking some kind of rules or moral obligation or whatever. And it was just so crazy. I just like, I knew there had to be another way because these diets were just not working. I had eventually regained a bunch of weight, even from the first, um, like I was back to a weight that I started like three years ago. And I was feeling really defeated because of all of these events that happened. I was like, oh my God, I'm a health coach. Like I shouldn't be doing this or I shouldn't have problems with food, but I did. And that was the truth. I really felt crazy when it came to food. And I felt like, you know, how am I going to get out of this? Because clearly these diets and restricting foods is not working. It is completely not working. It's havoc on my mind. And I knew there had to be another way. Well, enter in a a, I guess you could call it like a principle of eating called intuitive eating. A friend of mine introduced me to intuitive eating. I immediately bought the book and started diving into all of these principles. And it seemed too good to be true at first because I really, I really desired to have this relationship with food where I was really able to tune into my inner wisdom and not count on these external diet plans that were always telling me what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, and having these list of rules. Right. And I just never thought that I was capable of doing that. I was like, that's great for everybody else, but like, that's not going to work for me because if I have all of these foods available to me, I'm surely going to binge eat all of them. And when I started going through these principles of intuitive eating, I realized that I could actually, this actually really is what healed my binge eating because what I found through intuitive eating and really what I found about dieting is that the reason that we binge eat is because of restriction. If you're restricting foods that we want, then you're going to have almost this like inner rebellious child come out and just completely just only obsess around those foods. Or you can if you're dieting to the extreme and not eating enough calories, your body is screaming that you're starving. And so your, your thoughts are consumed by food and when you're going to get it and how much is going to be available and, and just always consumed around food and when and where and what to eat. It's just crazy. But the reason our body does that, and it's actually a survival mechanism that your body kicks in to obsess and think about food when your body senses that it's starving. It senses a potential threat, which is I'm starving. We are running out of stores and we need to signal this person to eat right now and eat as much as possible because we really don't know when there's going to be food available again. 
And that is our body's protection mechanism. Our bodies are actually not built for dieting. They actually resist it. And that is why if you look at studies of weight loss, almost 98% of people who forcefully lose weight on diets and exercise programs will gain it back within two to three years. And it's because our bodies are literally protecting us from this. But because when you go on a diet for the first time, it usually quote unquote works, meaning it probably gets you pretty fast results because your body's like, oh shit, we're, we're starving, right? That's where they get you hooked because then you're like, oh, this works. Like I'm losing weight and this is great. And then you might try to continue the diet or start a new diet. And your body's learned that, okay, we're going to have a period of restriction here. So what can we do to resist that? And now it's starting to work against you because it knows that you're putting yourself in a self-inflicted famine. And so it's going to signal you to be obsessed around food. It's going to signal you to binge eat. It's going to signal all of these crazy mechanisms. It's even going to start to change different things that go on in your body. Hey, Nicole, thanks for hopping on. It's before I see you on here. Thanks for being here, ladies. So really, that is what triggers this binge eating cycle is us restricting. And so when I found intuitive eating, I was like, this is too good to be true. Like, there's no way that if I allow myself to eat foods and the foods I really want, which at the time was just like chips and pizza and pasta, all the things that I told myself that I couldn't have before I met all these dieting rules that I was surely going to just like somehow self implode and just explode. Right. What I learned throughout two weeks. So for the first few days, yeah, I was like, fuck it. Like I'm going to eat pizza, every freaking meal and pasta. And it was like, yes, this is awesome. Right. Until a few days go by and you're like, Hmm, my body's actually telling me I don't want that today. Interesting. And what happened, what starts to happen is this thing called habituation around food. And we start to actually just our senses start to get used to those foods and they're no longer exciting. And once food is always available at any time that we want, whether it's potato chips or broccoli, anything is in like within our ability to eat because we no longer have food rules, which we're going to get to food's no longer exciting. And all of a sudden it loses its appeal. And all of a sudden it doesn't really sound like a great idea to eat a whole bag of popcorn because you've become more attuned to how that makes you feel, right? The whole process of intuitive eating is really not restricting yourself, but actually just enjoying the experience of eating. And at first with those of us who are struggling with binge eating, it still includes binge eating because that's what it looked like for me. It looks different for every, every, everybody. And I actually created a whole course around this called binge no more because it's, it's impacted my life so much. But when we, when we're restricting foods like that, it just really causes this really just havoc mindset around um, food. And it's just, it's just crazy. So what I learned throughout this process is that when we're holding on to these thoughts and these rules around food. So for example, if we're constantly labeling foods good or bad, then in turn, if we eat the quote unquote bad foods, we think that we are in turn bad. 
And then we internalize eating bad foods as being bad. And that's not the case. I'm telling you <laughs> from experience that eating popcorn and cookies and whatever else the heck you want to eat will not determine your worth, will not determine who you are. <laughs> it doesn't even change your body overnight. One meal, one day, one week, even two weeks of eating is not going to determine your long-term health. So the fact that we need, we try to pull in all this moral ethics around food and how it makes us good or bad really messes up our relationship with food. So the first thing to really start to dive into all of this stuff with intuitive eating and really just making peace with food is to discover what kind of food rules that you're holding on to. Some of the food rules that I had were, I can't eat bread more than once a day, or I can't eat chocolate more than once a day, or I can only have this amount of food, or every meal has to include like veggies, protein, and um, carbohydrates, okay? Like all of these things, but why? Like who taught me that? Diets, of course. But the thing is, is like if I really desire just like a bowl of mac and cheese and like nothing else. And I'm like adding all these other things in like, oh, like if I want the mac and cheese, I have to first eat this. Then you're in turn kind of overeating, right? And I've done this before too. If it's like, I really want the cookie, but I'm telling myself that I can't have it because it's bad. What do I do? I go to the veggie table and start like eating all these veggies and dip and now you're like, okay, well, that's not filling me up because I really want this cookie. And then you're eating like some other appetizers that are around you or some other snacks that are around you. And then you finally cave in and eat more cookies than you even wanted in the first place. And now you feel like poop, <laughs> right? So if we can consistently start to deny ourselves of the foods we really want, then we're in turn kind of leading ourselves to that overeating when we could have just eaten the cookie that we wanted in the first place and moved on with our life. That's what intuitive eating is teaching you. So you really have to get clear on what are the rules that you're living by and where did those really come from? So maybe you feel like you can't eat past a certain time of day for whatever reason, but what if you, your rule that you're living by is I can't eat after 7 p.m. and after 7 p.m. you have physical signs of hunger and you're actually, your body's telling you that you are hungry. There's one of two ways that you could handle that. You could do the dieting method of drink water, go to bed early, um, you know, pretend it's not there, drink coffee, right? Or the intuitive eating way is to honor that hunger and ask yourself, what is it that I really want to eat? Hmm, you know, what would taste really good right now? And you decide maybe a granola bar would feel really good right now. And you eat the granola bar and you enjoy the granola bar and you chew it and you enjoy it and you're like, thank you for this experience, right? Totally different situations when it comes to food. And that goes back to day one when we're really becoming aware of this thought process that we're having. Because my guess is that if you struggle with food in any ways, you're having this tug of war go on in your head, this conflict. You're like, I want the cookie, but I can't have the cookie because it's bad or because I'm on a diet or because I've already had a cookie today. Whatever is going on in your head, I know this because I've been there. Constant back and forth tug of war in my head about whether to eat this cookie or not and whether it's going to make me just like a horrible person. Hey, Kadra, 
glad you could hop on here. So tithing just doesn't work. I've come to this conclusion because I have wait cycled for three years and I want to help other people recognize that our relationship with food really starts with ridding ourselves of all of these dieting rules that we have on. And that's what I actually have created for you in our day two handout. I've written down some pretty common food rules and what you can do is check off the ones that you're currently like, yeah, yeah, I live by that actually. Or yeah, I sometimes feel like that's true and check those off. Again, this is an exercise to become aware and to start to just be curious about the rules that we're holding on to food. Like, I know that, for example, a lot of the food rules I was holding is like, I, would, I wouldn't allow myself to buy like foods that seemed fun right at the grocery store. So I wouldn't allow myself to buy um, really anything that was in bulk, really. So cereals, chips, um, any kind of sweets, anything like that. I wouldn't allow myself to have because surely I would just eat the whole thing if I brought it home. But the thing about making peace with food and ridding yourself of these food rolls and actually allowing yourself to experience food and slowing down and enjoying and, and just tasting it and like really understanding how it feels in your body. And do you enjoy this feeling? Do you want to feel this feeling again? Then it becomes more of this fun experiment where you get to like test out like, Oh my gosh, I haven't eaten. Um, Let's see, what is something that I ate? I remember, I remember going to the grocery store. I had one of my um, eating coaches. I, um, she challenged me to go to the grocery store and pick out things that I normally wouldn't buy that looked fun, that I would enjoy. And I realized I was very much a safe eater. And by that, I mean, I only stuck to foods that were like on my safe list. So basically all the foods that I told myself I could eat when I was on a diet because I could just, I was just observing all of my thoughts going on when I was at the grocery store. And I was like, oh my gosh, like all these conflicting, crazy, like food rule thoughts around buying a box of cereal. Like this is insane. And honestly, like since I've broken that rule of like, I can't eat cereal for breakfast because it's not filling or it's not a real breakfast or whatever rules I was holding on to, or I can only have you know, whatever can fit in this yellow container cereal for, for breakfast, which is like one spoonful and not satisfying and awful. And I don't recommend to friends. But when I actually broke that rule, I realized that having a bowl of cereal with like some fruit on top was like the most satisfying thing ever. And it actually gives me a lot of energy and makes me feel pretty good. And I enjoy that, that process. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I remember too, like the first time I had food in my pantry and I realized that I'd had it there for like a week and a half or something like a bag of pretzels when normally I would have eaten them in two days, maybe one day, like an entire bag of pretzels. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, like I didn't even remember I had it. I have ice cream in the freezer, the freezer I've had for like three weeks and I forgot about it which would never happen when I was restricting food and when I was obsessed around food and when I was dieting because I was constantly thinking about all the things I couldn't have. And if I didn't eat all of that ice cream in the freezer right now, I was never going to be able to have it again. The other thing that really comes up when, it, when we go on these diets and we're constantly putting ourselves back on these diets, it's like diet, restrict, diet, restrict, or restrict, binge, restrict, binge, whatever that cycle is. 
when we're putting ourselves back on that diet, we might even experience what we call in intuitive eating, the last supper behavior. So say, oh, on Monday, I'm going to start my diet. And then Sunday, you eat all of the foods because I'm not going to be able to have cereal and cookies and pasta on my diet. So I better just eat all of them right now, even though I'm not even hungry and completely disregarding any of your hunger and fullness cues and not listening to your body. The thing about diets is that we are putting our body's needs into external resources that have no idea what your body needs. Your diet doesn't know what you need that day. Our bodies need different sustenance and foods and fuels and amounts every single day. So to force ourselves to eat the same amount of food every single day um, and completely disregard if we're even hungry or full just doesn't make any sense. I can't even tell you what to eat. So like giving you a meal plan is just not something I will ever do again because I can't tell you what to eat. Only you can discover that for yourself. Now I have really dove deep into how to guide people to finding foods that feel good for them and finding high energy foods and low energy foods and really making that decision for themselves and discovering food again. And I actually had one of my one-on-one clients over the Thanksgiving weekend She texted me and just shared how amazing she felt and how empowered she felt around saying yes and no to food around Thanksgiving and realizing that it felt really good to just have like one bite of pie and then move on because that felt satisfying and giving her this, this question that she loves, which is when will I enjoy this food the most? And she said that was like worked like a charm. So she was eating and she started realizing that she was getting full. She would ask herself, you know, I could keep eating this and finish this plate, but when would I most enjoy this food right now? And she decided to save it for lunch the next day. And that's not always the case. We might just continue eating it. There is no rules, but we listen to our, our, our internal signals and we're like, you know, it really doesn't feel great to eat this entire bag of popcorn, but maybe just a handful or two would, would satisfy. And that's what I realized in my own experience with food and what made me feel so empowered. Um, and I have not binge ate since May of 2019. And that was completely unheard of because after I finished this pro- that really restrictive program that I was doing, I was in and out of binge eating and dieting until it was just full-blown binge eating for like nine months straight. And all I thought about was food and when I was going to eat it, where I was going to eat it, how much I was going to eat it, and how terrible I was going to feel afterwards. I would go to the grocery store and I remember having this tunnel vision, almost out-of-body experience, going to the grocery store and, and frantically looking for food that I could just buy and just dig my, my hands into right away. If I had to go home and cook it and like spend time making it, it wasn't going to do because I needed something right now to fill whatever I was feeling and just completely just, I remember just feeling like I was out of my body and with intuitive eating and really diving deeper into my relationship with food, I've recognized that it doesn't matter exactly what you eat, right? What we're going to talk about tomorrow when I'm super excited about is the that so often we feel like health is just what we eat and how we move but that's only half the equation and tomorrow 
my friends, tomorrow we're going to really dive into what that other half is. And I'm super excited to end there because that is going to be a really fantastic discovery process for you. So I'm just super excited for that. Um, Thank you guys for listening in to this challenge. I hope that you learned a little bit about opening your relationship with food. If this feels like, oh my gosh, there's no way I could ever control myself around food. Trust me, I've been there and I know how you're feeling and it is possible for you. It is possible to feel completely relaxed and calm around food to the point where if people bring in all kinds of sweets and foods into the office that you can really ask yourself, do I really want this right now? And if you do, you fully enjoy it and you love that experience and you really just enjoy food again, right? Instead of always internally beating the hell out of yourself for whatever foods you're eating that were on the no list in your brain. There is no good or bad foods anymore. That's how we start to really mend this relationship with food and body and really start to enjoy eating again because food is meant to be enjoyed, right? So for your worksheet tonight, take a look at it. It's a bunch of different food rules. Check off the ones that maybe you are currently living by and let me know. Send me a DM on the ones that you found. I'd love to hear or send me an email back because I know some of you are watching the replay. And I'm super excited to dive into day three tomorrow. Don't miss it. 6.30 Central Time tomorrow. All right, guys, I will see you tomorrow. Have a fantastic night. Thank you so much for listening into the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. Before you go, could you do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes? This is how the podcast can be discovered by more people and impact even more lives. And don't forget to tag me in your Instagram stories at Katie Pijanowski so I can see what you're listening into. I love you all so much and I'll catch you again on next week's episode.